Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Top Youth Business Podcast, the show where I talk to entrepreneurs, business people, young innovators, side hustlers, and everyone in between about their successes, stories, strategies, and how you can follow in their footsteps. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Young Entrepreneur's Rebellion. All I can say about today's episode is that it is so amazing. Okay, so the guy that I had on today, his name is Forrest Fullen. He is a, I just want to say a top-tier entrepreneur. He has risen out of the depths of drugs and alcohol at age 16 and just risen to the top. He created a successful consulting business, a massively successful gym chain. This guy is crazy, ladies and gentlemen. He has... The, the things that he said in today's podcast and the inspiration that he and the inspiration that he gave me personally was honestly just so amazing because this guy has done so much in his in in such a short time and his timeline I say short it's a long timeline but really I mean it is a short timeline we're all here for a very short time so what he's accomplished is really amazing before we get into it I just want to say that Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to this podcast because it's you guys that keep this podcast going. So thank you, um, and I, I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast because Forrest is amazing. He's an author. He's a podcaster. He's a fitness coach, but he, I mean, like I said before, he had a really difficult childhood. He had a negative mindset. It's just his story is one of overcoming challenges and breaking boundaries. So I'll let Forrest explain himself. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode, and I'll let you get to it. Great. Thank you so much for having me on, Chase. And uh, to the listener right now, so thankful for you. Uh, Grateful that you're listening. It shows me who you are as a person. You're trying to learn more, grow, get better, and uh, that's incredible. Make an impact. I I love it. I'm all about that. This is, this is exactly what I mean, man. Like the first thing you did hopping on this podcast was like, like, like thank the listener. Like, I don't think another guest I've ever done has ever like spoken directly to listeners and been like, thank you. Like, that's a really cool thing. It, it speaks to who you are as a person. And this podcast interview is just going to be so amazing. So I want to, I want to start today for us by, ta- by, by getting, so my listeners can have an idea of you, right? Like, I want to hear about you. We've talked a couple of times over the phone, so I have a better idea of you than any of my listeners will, but I want to hear your background. I want to hear your story. I want to hear what took you from a kid to where you are now. Just just tell us everything about yourself, man. Yeah, you bet. Um, you know, today I'm a coach um, right now, and of course, and I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, right? That's why yeah. I'm here. Um, but I'm, but I'm a coach first and foremost, I like to help people and that takes different forms right now. I'm helping teens and young adults with anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, low motivation, become empowered and inspired in an eight week, uh, curriculum that I developed around mindset, establishing mindset. But before that I was in fitness, health and wellness for about 20 years. Um, I basically owned a string of different uh, fitness gyms up and down the California coast from San Francisco Bay Area all the way down to San Diego and uh, trained thousands and thousands of people um, over the years, help people lose weight. But more than that, feel better, get more energy, transform their body and their mind 
and therefore their life. And so it's just right. been a blessing to be able to do that. I was featured on Oprah Winfrey, uh, her newsletter with Deepak Chopra. Um, I'm an international best-selling author. I'm a podcaster, second degree black belt. I've done all these different things, but if I kind of go back, if it's okay, if I go back in time, Chase, yeah, go ahead, um, you know, I wasn't always the fitness guy, the health guy, the, the mindset guy. Most definitely. I started on, you know, worse than bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That way, put it that way. You know, when I was 12 and 13, I made some maybe bad choices, but that was my environment. I started, you know, taking drugs, smoking weed, uh, drinking alcohol. And, and that pattern set in with the environment that I was in. And it just got worse and worse until I started with harder drugs at age 16, which how old are you, Chase? 16 right now, bro. 16, man. Imagine if you were putting a bunch of toxic stuff into your body, right? Oh, every day. Can't um, imagine. And, and you had a negative mindset every day. And, you know, what, what do you, how do you think that would affect you? Oh, it goes so poorly, bro. Like, even like I'll overeat pizza sometimes and I'll be like, oh, I feel terrible. So I, I can't even imagine the, the effect that drugs and alcohol and all of that would have on my body. I, it did be horrendous. Exactly. And toxicity, like you said, comes in, it can come in the form of our own mental chatter or our environment or substances that we put in our bodies or social media, negativity, whatever. You know, yeah, that's man. toxicity. And so that toxicity broke me down to the point where I just about lost it all. My mind, my body, my spirit. I was like a walking zombie, literally on the streets. I was homeless um, and I was at a rock bottom. I felt like the yeah, world man. wasn't for me and I just was ready to give up basically was where I was at. And, um, you know, I had a, a wonderful grandmother, you know, I had a wonderful grandmother. I, I helped her uh, on the weekends throughout my childhood vacuum the home that she lived in. She was a, a live-in right. maid or as my mom would say, an executive housekeeper, but a live-in maid. Yeah. And uh, she saw me on the corner, on a street corner, underneath a yellow street lamp, standing in the rain. Mm -hmm. um, and she pulled her, her burgundy car over and she stopped it right there at the curb. And I was like, what, is that my grandma? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm like yeah. all dazed and confused, right? And uh, she rolls down the passenger side window and she had these thick Coke bottle glasses and she peered out over her glasses like that. And she just said, Forrest, take care of your body. If you take care of your body, your body's going to take care of your mind. And then your mind right. is going to take care of your life. Right. right. And then she just drove away. I was like, Grandma, come back. <laughs> give me a ride. <laughs> Let's give awesome. me some money. What's up? You know. Um, legendary uh, Grandma. Legendary Grandma, man. And um, I'm so grateful. We don't change overnight, right? None of us do. Right. But – those words like rung like a bell in my head, man. It was just like body, mind, life. If you take care of your body, it'll take care of your mind. It'll take care of your life. So simple, right? I screwed everything else up. Give me right. something simple. Throw me a lifeline, please. You know, and that was it. Just my body. And I put all my focus into that. I started eating better foods and drinking water, putting less toxins in my body, reading about exercise, getting an exercise mentor, starting to work out. And all these things cleared my mind, just like she said. It right. worked, right? And my right. mind got clear. I started to see the positivity in life. The colors came back, right? Yeah, I'm no longer man. like depressed and just, and, and then all of a sudden the life, life opened up, you know, right. it, life opened up, but it was a process. And there was a lot of ups and downs inside of that. But at the of end, course. I eventually found a, a martial arts master, started studying Taekwondo, learned discipline, awareness, uh, meditation, all these things. And then I became a second degree black belt. 
an entrepreneur. Now I work with teens, and now I'm here with with Chip. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so man. so cool, man. So I I kind of want to. There was something you said that you that really stuck in there with me, right? Like it was this section after your grandma said said mind body life, right? Mm. After she said those words to you, you 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 slowly turned your life around. I don't know how long that took, but I do I do know that like for me, when I decide to change something in my life, discipline and keeping to that change is the hardest thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I have such a hard time. Like if I'm like, I want to stop eating sugar. It's so, so hard to stay on that. So I can't imagine how difficult it must've been with like when you were, when you're drinking, when you're on drugs to have the discipline to stop those things. Cause those are literally addictive. Those are things that literally control your mind. So can you talk to me a little bit about the discipline that you needed to have to change your life like that? Like that is, that is not a small change. It's not a small feat to come back from that. Yeah, they did a study with these rats that um, they gave heroin to, and the rats would continue to go and get the heroin out of the little heroin dispenser thing. And um, but they found that when they created another thing called Rat Park, where they put Mm -hmm. a bunch of rats in the park and they all got a chance to play together and socialize together, the rats Mm -hmm. that used went to Rat Park instead because there was that ability to connect. That was that ability purpose and that ability to be around other like-minded you know rats like them yeah so you know i don't know if you ever heard this but we become like the five closest people and you know back then i was hanging around you know individuals that are actually still my friends today there's some people that made it through um and then i have other friends that are dead or in jail right some of us didn't make it through so don't use my story as say like oh coach forrest you know he used drugs and drank he's okay now no it's like if i had the chance i would have started my mindset right i would have started focusing on all that stuff way way earlier is developing myself so yeah i mean the question that you said chase is is right on it's it's hard to make a change but get around people that are already like-minded get around people that are doing the things that you want to do find a mentor find a coach a lot of ups and downs because I was at age 17, but it wasn't until right. age 21 till I finally found my martial arts master that I connected with who helped me change things around. But I was right. working on, I was working on it. So you have to be willing to fail, get up, get back down, get up, get it back down. Cause it's a process, man. It's a process. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I no man. It's, it's a process they, they they're never, never have there been truer words spoken than it's a process. So, that's amazing. So uh, honestly, f- from the bottom of my heart, congratulations. Like e- e- even that is a feat to have made it through that. Like it's amazing, man. So, and then you went and you met a martial arts at- master and you said, and the thing that I, that like stuck out to me is you said that he taught you discipline. He was the person that really created that discipline in you that allowed you to completely change your life. So can you speak to me a little bit about him and the impact that he had on you at a young age? How, how that mentor really changed your life. Yeah, and that's why I'm so adamant that people find mentors now is because Master Daniel Johnson, uh, my original martial arts mentor, um, you know, he believed in me, he believed in all his students, but you know, he made us work for it. We had to earn it, right? Nothing was given to you. You had to step in and you had to show up and you had to continue to go through it every day, but you you started as a white belt, right? You start right. a martial art, you know, what, what does white belt mean, Chase? What, what does white belt represent? You're a beginner. You are the lowest level. 
Exactly. What a, what a blessing. Because when you're right. a beginner, you can have beginner mind. Beginner right. mind means letting go of everything you know and everything you think you know and just be a beginner. Be willing to fall and fail and do all those things because that's what right. we don't allow ourselves to do as entrepreneurs right. and as people. Be a beginner, right? And yes, so sir. that was that great process, being a beginner. And then you go through yellow and orange belt and you find out by orange belt, like, man, there's, I was maybe overconfident or maybe I was underconfident. But now the reality is hit home is this is going to work. Right. right. Yeah. Like I, there's no way around it. Robert Frost uh, said the only way around is through. Right. And, and that really makes a lot of sense to me because you have to go through the time you get the green belt, you're helping other students who are white belts. So now you're giving back and you're learning, right? You're doing two things. So chase right now, you're, you're, you're giving back already with your podcast, right? You're right, still learning right, as a young entrepreneur, but you're already giving back every day. So that's, Keep going until you hit black belt. And then there's a whole nother no. thing after that. <laughs> so, no, the, the one thing that I, that I have learned, right? Uh, if, if, I, if I've learned anything, it's that when you give, when, when you just give from the bottom of your heart, right? When you just inherently give out of your goodness, you don't give to get anything. You don't give to gain something, gain an advantage over anyone. You just decide to give. That's when you naturally get things back. You're not giving because you want things, but things come back to you as a result of your giving, right? Like through this podcast, I'm trying to give my knowledge and the knowledge of the people that I'm meeting to my listeners. And through that, I'm, I'm getting back. First off, my audience is reaching out to me and saying, hey, I love your show. I love connecting with you. And that's just, that just fills me up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, it, just, it just makes me so much happier. And I have the opportunity to connect with amazing people like you. And so mm-hmm. I, I take that I take that idea of giving into the rest of my life, you know, like I go out of my way to just try and talk to people and say, thank you for what you're doing here today. Mm-hmm. And so it's that idea of giving. I, I love what you said so much about how when you become a green belt, you start to learn and you start to give. Mm-hmm. That right there, that point is where you, you, that's where you flourish. It's that point where you're both learning and giving at the same time. When you hit both of those aspects, that's when you start to change. Would you, would you agree with that? Absolutely, Chase. Well said, man. Well said. Um, Thank you, brother. You know, I, I think you hit it right on the head. You know, finding a way to give, even when you have nothing to give, um, you know, is is there something in you that can volunteer? You know, if you if you have nothing right now, you're just starting from scratch, but let's say you are interested in helping homeless people, or maybe you thought of helping animals at the animal shelter, just go give your time. There's you're right. not going to lose anything, and 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 you're going right. to gain relationships. You're going to feel better about yourself. You know, if you're in a funk, you're going to get out of that funk and get unstuck. I mean, go give. And I had this client one time. She was trying to, you know, for my fitness days, um, she was trying to lose 40 pounds and almost in tears, just saying, you know, hey, like my, like all these things in my life are going wrong. Like I can't control my eating habits. I'm having problems with my husband. Right. My kids won't listen to me. My life sucks. Me, 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 me. And I said, Renee. Listen to what you're saying. Every single statement is around me, me, me. Wrong of me. I say, you got to get outside right. of yourself, Renee. Get outside of yourself. The beach where those homeless people are and just start giving out sandwiches. And she did. She created this whole thing called the Give Back Club. And she met with uh, you know homeless people just giving out peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and stuff. And she started to get other people involved. And it became this big, huge thing of That's giving. Amazing. And then she came back months later. She lost the 40 pounds. She felt great. She was just beaming and she was crying again, but this time it was due to happiness because she said, you coach Forrest, you were right. I needed to learn how to give. 
amazing. freaking awesome yeah absolutely amazing brother so i, I absolutely love that so i, I want to talk about So like Forrest said in this previous section, so much of life is overcoming obstacles and challenging himself, uh, yourself. Because he said it himself. He took drugs. He had toxins in his, in his body. He was had drugs, alcohol at 16. And it was his grandma that changed his life. She said that your body takes care of your mind, takes care of your life. And that if you focus on your body, then you will have a successful life. So, And as he said, he started to read and exercise and it was discipline that allowed him to change his life and that discipline is what is going to allow not only him but also you to grow so in this next section i asked forrest about his coaching days and really like like becoming a fitness coach and really it came down to having someone believe in him so i'll let forrest tell you this story listen for or him talking about how he started his fitness boot camp and the ideas that he presented on people being scared of success. I hope you guys enjoy this. Your your coaching days, because like you, I mean, like you've said it a thousand times, Coach Forrest. You are Coach Forrest. So I want to know, like you became a, you became you, you like okay. So we went from seventeen on drugs to getting into martial arts at twenty one, and eventually we hit this point where you're starting your own gym. I know that we talked about that over the phone. So I want to know how we ended up starting our own gym, how, how we got to this point. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, for, I, I had somebody believe in me. They said, you'd make a good personal trainer because I was working with the other martial artists. And I had never right. knew it was even possible for me to be a personal trainer because I wasn't this athletic, yeah. like big bulky guy. I yeah. was just, you know, just me. Um, but this athleticism was showing up in my martial arts and she said I would be a good coach. So, hey, why not? Maybe I would be, you know, and so course uh let me go get certified and then i got certified um and i started working with some of her clients and i started getting paid and when you get you know money from giving <laughs> yeah. value you start to go whoa there's something to this man i'm getting exactly paid exactly and and i'm and i'm loving what i'm doing and i'm around really cool people like like are you gonna be kidding me man i'm so grateful right and yes, so I, I just kept on with that. And um, eventually, you know, I also worked for like a big box gym. They were called Bally Total Fitness. And mm -hmm. and then I be, and I worked at another gym where I had to become an entrepreneur because this other gym said, you know, we have to, you know, pay you as a, a contractor. And so you right. need to go out and get a business license. I go, what? I've never done that. You know, this right. is different. Go online, figure it out. Here, here's what I'm going to tell the listener right now. All the resources are there at your fingertips, right? And we, we, we like to come from a place of lack or I don't know. You know, right, and it's just about right. being resourceful, right? Find somebody who knows or you know, there's always a way. There's always a way. So There's always a way. Right? There's always a way. So I, I created a business license and I started working there. And then I learned oh, the, in fitness because I'm in fitness. Let me find the marketing, sales, and business mentors right. to follow. That's an important step. So Bedros Koulian. Fit Body Boot Camp, thank you for being my mentor. Sam Bakhtiar, Camp Transformation Center, who just passed away. Miss You Man, and so many other mentors. And then right. and then basically starting a, a fitness boot camp. I went from going to a one-on-one -on -one personal trainer to it's called a one-to-many model. And when you go to a right. one-to-many model, you can expand, right? That's but scary. then there was a lot, a lot of fear, though, Chase, because now I was used to working with one-on-one. -on -one. 
But now, right. oh, okay, you're asking me to work with 20 people at a time? I don't do public yeah. speaking. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to like have to – am I going to have to change who I am to grow? Yeah, yeah. I, I get you. Yeah. This is scary. Like, you know, and, right. and, 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 and we're scared of failure, right? We're scared of failure. But even bigger than that, Chase, we're scared of success. 100%. Who do I have to become when I succeed? You know, and that gives me chills just going back and thinking about that because that's what I was always afraid of is really succeeding. It, honestly, man, like the biggest, I, I think one, one major thing that people don't realize about success is that when you succeed, right, in order to succeed, you cannot be the same person that you are right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like the person, right, okay, so – yeah, I like I know I know that I used to spend a lot of time watching YouTube like that was the thing that I did and then I sat down and I was like I looked at I, I remember checking my phone and I was like dang 30 hours a week on YouTube that's ridiculous what would happen if I took that time and said put it towards something else fitness my podcast I didn't have the podcast yet at that mm-hmm. point but fitness learning reading what would happen if I were to dare to change myself so I could succeed right so when you are chasing success, you're that that's the thing is you're you have to change in order to grow, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that for us, like you said, like that 17-year-old who was on drugs couldn't have had this like he couldn't yeah. have done what you did, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the truth of it. He couldn't he could never have done what you did, but you changed and you grew and you became a person who could become a personal fitness trainer, right? You mm-hmm. changed so that you could speak to 20 people instead of just one. Tell me about that. Tell me about that change and how you grew from being a coach that just spoke one-on-one to, to tons of people. Tell me about that. Yeah, man. Um, I, I just I went ahead and I realized in order for me to grow, make more money, and have more impact, I needed to kind of, quote-unquote, get over myself. It, mm-hmm. It's really about getting out of your own way and kind of like getting your ego because your ego is the idea of who you are, who you think you are. It's your right. self-image. Right. Your self-image is not fundamentally who you are, who you are fundamentally, you know, it never changes underneath everything. But who you are on the surface, you know, you're gaining skills, you're gaining awareness, you're changing every single day. You're different. And here's the thing. Uh, Tony Robbins said it best. He said, uh, what is it? Uh, Change is uh, inevitable. Progress is optional. Right. Of course. Yeah. um, If you want to evolve, you got you do that intentionally. 100%. So, you know, I started to um, just put myself, it's called exposure therapy, uh, which mm-hmm. is basically, you know, putting yourself in the situations where you have to kind of man up or woman up or just, yeah. you know, get, get into the ring, you know, of get course. into the fire, you know, trial by fire. Right. And, and so sure. I put myself in the position where I had to freaking grow. And, I, and then I said, okay, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to put a flyer on the gym. I'm going to, I'm going to do this fitness boot camp and, 11 or 12 people signed up for the first one. One of them was my dad right. and the other one were my <laughs> other personal training clients. And uh, we, we were in a racquetball court where it was all echoey. We didn't even have a stereo for the whole first year. It was just me right. and my voice. And I'm just telling people what to do and motivating people. And they're doing squats, push-ups, lunges, and bicep curls and jumping jacks and whatever, burpees, which people hate. Um, yes, sir. I hate but, burpees. Yeah. But that's how <laughs> I, I grew. And sometimes I was so scared, but I went in you know, teeth chattering, knees knocking, you know, palms sweaty, and just visualized it. Like, and, and you got to know this, if you're speaking in front of a group of people, they want you to win. 
they don't yes. want to see you fail. Yes, they're, they they're, they're there rooting for you. So I used to tell myself this. All these people, they're like your friends. You know that feeling when you walk into the room and all your friends are there and they're like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. just, just think of it that way. Keep it low pressure. Hey, what's up? These are your friends. Walk into the room that way. 100%. It's all about how you see your audience, right? Your your perception of the world around you is how the world around you is actually going to work, right? Mm. So if you think that everyone in that room is against you and you think like, oh, they're pressuring me, I need to be worried about my perception with them, then that's what's going to happen. Like you're going to feel like they're pressuring you. You're going to feel like you're in a weird, awkward situation. But if you walk into that room like they're your friends, and this goes for anything in life. This doesn't just go for personal fitness. Like say you're on a stage speaking to 4,000 people, it's going to be the exact same story. If you get on that stage and you think to myself, these people are rooting for me. Every single person in this audience, they want me to win. Just like you said, that's, that's, that's going to become reality. Your perception is how your reality is going to dictate itself. That is yeah. something I've learned over my, over my short 16 years. So there was a lot that happened between when Forrest originally started to become good, Forrest businesses originally started to grow and he originally started to become an amazing entrepreneur and the days when he became a consultant, which is our next section. So between now and then, Forrest started and started to grow his own gym. It was a, it's a really amazing story and I will actually be putting out a second shorter podcast with that in there or talking about how to grow a team, how to start a gym. So we'll be putting that podcast out as a separate piece, but until that point, we're jumping to Forrest's days as a consultant. So he spent many, many years building his gym and just becoming amazing at what he does, right? He became an amazing, amazing gym owner, an amazing icon in the fitness industry. And so then he became a consultant. And his story of how he became a consultant is really crazy. And what just what he has to teach is really awesome. So I hope you guys enjoy this section. Like being known around like throughout your city, even if it's a big city, like is one thing, but being known across an entire nation. That is a whole different beast. How did you market yourself? How did you how did you become such a big name in the gym space? What was it that allowed you to do that? You know, communication is powerful. We know that. Right. Right. Video is one of the most powerful ways this day and age to communicate, right? Yes, sir. We made an incredible video of our mm -hmm. gym, right? Us training our clients and getting results and everything. And we had this program called the 21 day detox. It was basically eating clean foods, clean, meaning like healthy fruits and vegetables and things like right. that for 21 days. And we got a lot of impact, a lot of results. And we had so many people just coming to us. So it starts with impact and then communicating that impact in this case via right. video. So video, yep. video team come in. Um, and then we were spotted by, um, Sam Bakhtiar, who was one of my mentors who owned the Camp Transformation Center, he had 79 locations. He was already doing 30 wow. million a year, bro. I mean, wow. just crushing it in the fitness industry. That's he crazy. called he called me and he was like, Forrest, I see what you're doing. I saw your video. I see all the energy and the buzz on social media about you guys. He said, can you come over and just show me what you're doing, man? I want to learn more and I want something like that for my gym. And so I That's just came crazy. there as a giver i said sam you're awesome dude like you've been one of my mentors and i look up to you you're a fitness guru like i'm so yeah. excited so i went to his uh his headquarters in chino hills california we sat down at the table and we talked about what the vision would look like if we did what we were doing in our gym to his gym right right and so that's what we did and i in my mind i'm thinking you know i think another person would have been more like hey don't show all your secrets Right. to this guy he's gonna take all your clients 
But mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, you know, I knew I could affect and help more people by helping right. Sam, right? And, then, and, and, and so we created an agreement and he hired me on as a consultant. A consultant, all it is is a coach, right? Right. Um, so he hired me on and uh, he's a, you know, a sharp businessman too. Like yeah. he's trying to, I'm trying to get hired for this much money. <laughs> he's right. trying to hire me for this much money. But, <laughs> but here you go. You meet in the middle, right? right. You figure out a way. And so yeah. that's what we did. We met in the middle and we, we hit a home run out of the park and we helped him grow. I mean, he went from 79 locations to 108 locations, something like that nationwide. Wow. And, uh, wow. you know, and, and, and we're not the only reason why he did that, but we were a part of that. And we definitely brought, you know, hundreds and thousands of people into his, that's his amazing. That's really amazing. So now I had a guru who believed in me and, and somebody who I impacted chase. So right. that's the key component. If you can get somebody and you can impact their life and they're, and they're bigger, then you've created a credi- credible name for yourself. So he flew us out to Miami, and mm-hmm. we got a chance to talk to 25 other fitness boot camp entrepreneurs. Some of these guys are some amazing businessmen from all over the world, right? New York, right. France, Texas, just everywhere. And uh, we had to present. And I went in there, once again, public speaking, right? you got to communicate. you got to yeah. get that public speaking down and the skill of sales and marketing. So I'm here and I'm basically selling what I have. And out of the 25 people, about 14 people bought. And we walked out of there, we did over $100,000 in sales in one hour. Wow. And um, it was amazing, you know. And of course, Sam, you know, of course, as the business partner, had a percentage of that. That's still crazy. But that, that, that's, that's how business, business works, works, right? You create agreements and you create value. And then we went and we helped those other business professionals, and that's how we became consultants. So if you want to be consultant, get damn good at what you do. Get out there and get some value to people and then make an impact, get credible, and then you're going to be able to help more people. So That is amazing. Well, you guys heard it here first. Like, You can't start in consulting, but you can start in your own business. And you, if you crush it, then then consulting is the next step, right? Like. Like you said, Forrest, you spent, what, 17 years in the fitness industry, probably, uh, what, 15 of those before consulting, something like that? Yeah. But all of those were years where you growing and learning and becoming better. So mm-hmm. it's a, your, your story is amazing. Yeah, like, here's what I will say. I'll say this, Chase. I'll say this, too. You don't have to go 17 years and then become a consultant. Like, Chase, right. you're, you, can be, you can be a podcast consultant right now hands down. Why? Because you're a few steps ahead, right? If right. you if, if you created a system, right, that is like how to launch your podcast in 30 days or something like that, and right. you help people just launch it, um, you already know how to launch a podcast. They don't. Yeah. Therefore, you're a consultant. Therefore, you're already making impact as a consultant. Do you see how that works? I, so I do see how that works. That's that, that's that green belt right there, right? Green belt, baby. I, I love that metaphor. No, 100%. So you obviously blew up. Like, that's what I would call that. Like, not obviously not overnight success, but it's like that. I that it's that looks like an overnight success, but it was like a 17 year overnight success, man. That's what exactly. I call it. Which is that's always how it is. That's always how it is. I mean, the, the, the person I always reference is Jeff Bezos, who because mm. I there's this photo I saw forever ago that was him in. 1998 something like that delivering amazon's one millionth package ever by hand to his one millionth customer and now they do a million they do a million packages every two hours 
So, like, and here's the thing. He became he became known as the richest guy on earth, what, like, I don't know, four years ago? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I, th- I feel like I was still too young to even realize what was happening. But, mm-hmm. like, that's 20 years for an overnight success. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, these things take years of work. And they take whoever years. you are, I mean, just be, be willing to get started. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have yeah. to get started to be great, you know, and you have to just 100% feel the fear and do it anyways. You have to fail forward is what it's called fail. You know, we, we have this idea that there's winning and losing, but really it's not like that, especially in the entrepreneurial world. It's winning and learning, right. winning and learning. You're exactly. always learning. And so like with uh, Bezos, you know, Quentin Tarantino is another one, right? He's a, a, a you know, the, the guy that did movie Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs and all these yep. amazing movies. Um, you know, people think he was an overnight success with his movie, The Reservoir Dogs, but he was doing stuff way before that and failing all the time. Yes, he had no sir. money. He had no money, man. And uh, I watched a really great interview with uh, Quentin Tarantino, but he said, you know what? He loved cinema. He said, whatever you do, love it. You know, that way, if you fail at it or whatever, just love what you do. So this will be the final section of the podcast. And in it, I asked Forrest about his teen self-improvement camp. And I know what you guys are thinking off the top of your head, like, oh God, a self-improvement camp. Is that really what I want? And he he explains it best, but it's not it's not a, it's not self help. It's not it's it's a, a camp, a program for teens who want to improve their mindset. So, the way that he first off created this camp, this this uh, movement really is what it is. It's a movement was really interesting. It's actually through a GoFundMe. So you'll hear him talking about that, and you'll hear him talking about how connecting to people's emotions allowed him to create an amazing amazing business. So. In this section, you'll also hear one of my favorite questions, and that is how, if you were to go back to age 18, what would you do differently? That is one of my favorite questions on this podcast, so I hope you guys enjoy that, and I'll see you in the outro. Yeah, we're working with teens, you know, like I said, all over the world with depression, anxiety, low motivation, low self-esteem. You know, most teens are struggling with that. In fact, most adults are struggling with some form of those things, whether it's low motivation or whatever. Right. So it's just it's just for everybody. And some of the teens and young adults that we work with, they already feel that they're pretty good in life, but they just want Mm -hmm. more. They want to get better. They want to improve because it's all about mindset. Mindset is the fundamental component to everything you do. And I'm talking about. 100 speak right that head chatter right what what is the what are the beliefs that you have going on in your mind and the head speak you know the science is we think 60 to 70 thousand thoughts per day just constantly Crazy. going and for most people 85 to 90 percent of that is negative thoughts yeah and and repetitive we think the same thing over and over and over right so we show people how to reframe and get into that positive mindset. It's not mm-hmm. like, you know, be happy all the time. It's not like that. It's yeah. more of like a skill set, right? And so um, we teach all these things that at the end of the day, um, for the teen or the young in- adult involved, you're going to feel more empowered and more inspired. And then if you're an right. entrepreneur, you're going to be taking action, man, because that's yes, what you got to do is take massive, imperfect action to be an entrepreneur. 100%. So, so that's what we do, man. And and uh, if you want to you know, reach out to me, um, I'm sure Chase has show notes or whatever. Yes, um, sir. But uh, yeah, you know, reach out to me. Yeah, no, I and I so 
what we can do is, I don't know, we'll, we'll get some contact information for you, and I can always link it in the bio for the episode. Um, but I want to know, Forrest, like, obviously you're helping teens across the globe, right? How did you grow this? Because it's like I said earlier in the episode, it was your brainchild. It started as some, it's just this figment of an idea in your brain. How did it go from that idea to reality to helping hundreds, thousands of teens across the globe? Yeah, empathy pain i felt the pain of so many people man like right. you know um i felt the pain of my own teens and i felt the pain of others and then there was a friend of mine who's teenager 18 years old um she passed away and she posted mm -hmm. it on facebook and i found out later it was a fentanyl which i i did a podcast episode about it they're putting fentanyl in everything now so be careful you guys they're putting it in sleeping pills anxiety pills even lacing it in in cannabis so you got to be right. really careful right fentanyl will just kill you and it so will. all this pain you know it, it created such a um you know the pain in me uh made me get into action right and right. i was like you know what i don't have this, you know, I had my back background as a coach and I got, I'm a certified mindset coach and right. years of wellness, but really it was about like wanting to help people. That's where it starts from. And so, um, I just, I started an actual GoFundMe, and I said, Hey mm -hmm. guys, I am going to start training kids for free teens and I'm not going to charge them because I just want to start helping people, but I need right. your, the community. I need your support. And so sure enough, like people were just donating they really understood that teens are in trouble. Uh, Time Magazine just released a study by Fair Health. Self-harm went up 344% during God. the year of the pandemic. Anxiety went up 67%. Depression went up 49%. Uh, suicides are up. You know, all these different things, right? So Numbers are too teens big. And young, teen, teens and young adults really need help. And so that's why we just – I took action. I created a podcast that supports the parents of teens. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called The Parent Teen Mindset Show. And then uh, the teen transformation, um, uh, the teen mindset transformation is the eight-week program. So we start, right. we, we, we launch a new one every month. So we're onboarding teens now all the time. That's that's amazing, man. That's that's absolutely amazing. So you, you say you say you start a new one every single month, right? Yeah, yeah, every single month. Yeah, we that's have a number. We have a number that people can call if you want me. I can, I, I can share the number. But yeah. uh, people people reach out to me. Uh, yeah, I can share it. Let me grab it. Uh, you just basically you text the word teen. To mm -hmm. seven six zero five nine three four two three eight. That's teen to seven six zero five nine three four two three eight. And yep. uh, you know, myself or one of our team will get back to you, and we'll create a conversation. We'll see if you're a good fit for our coaching program, and can't wait to work with you. Yeah, man. And guys, that will go in the show notes. I will I will throw that in the show notes. I'll throw that in the, the description of this episode, so you can access it. And if if this teen coaching program sounds like it's something you want to do. Get in there. And like Forrest said, this doesn't have to, you don't have to have depression or anxiety or any of these symptoms in order to join. This can just be to level up your mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Like, exactly. I, I hear this all the time on there's podcasts that I listen to advertise um, this company is like BetterHelp or something. They're always like, this is not self help. This is not a crisis line. That's what this is. It's not self help. It's not a crisis line. It, I mean, it can be if you need it to be, but this is for your mindset. This is to improve who you are as a person. So, check out Forrest's program 100%. But Forrest, I know we're getting towards the end of our time here and I, I want to respect your time because you're a busy guy and you're, you're doing amazing things and your life story is amazing. So my, my pretty much my final question for you is if you could go back to 18, right? 
and do it all over again, everything that you've done across your life, what would you do differently? What would you do to make it better to have a greater impact? Wow. Well, you know, I would just go back and tell myself to go easier on myself. You know, you don't have to beat yourself up so much. Right. You know, I would literally tell myself, you know, allow the journey to unfold because mm -hmm. the journey is where it's at. You know, right. the goals are important, but the journey along the way is where the value in your life, that's what you're going to get. All the people that you meet, all the love that you give and receive. Um, so, yeah. And, and then what you said earlier is being a giver, you know. So yes, those, are, those are the things I would go back and tell my 18-year-old self is, is, is just that. Amazing, Forrest. Well, guys, this was Forrest Fullen. I, I just want to say this interview lived up to everything I was hoping for amazing forest this this was just such a fun interview thank you so much for hopping on here with you with me it's just been so awesome brother chase awesome man keep inspiring people and the listener man keep following chase trust this man i mean you got to <laughs> listen to every episode you're going to grow you're going to learn you're going to get better this is awesome and he stumbled upon a secret podcasting get out there start your own podcast maybe yes, and maybe, maybe you can hire chase as a consultant you know what i'm saying so <laughs> consulting services coming soon guys don't worry there we go <laughs> that's what i'm talking about yeah all right forrest thank you so much for coming out here brother so all right yeah, man. thank you bye-bye There you have it, everyone. That was Forrest Follin. And I must say that this podcast lived up to all of my expectations. I've been in contact with Forrest for probably two or three weeks before we actually did this recording. And I was just getting so hyped. And you might not be able to hear my voice right now, but God, I was pumped after this interview. I got so much done. And I hope you guys are having the same feeling because what Forrest shared in this interview, the strategies that he presented, the mindset tips that he gave, all of it is absolute gold. The point that he put out about public speaking, about how people in a crowd, they're rooting for you. I literally started using that in my everyday life, straight up in my school presentations. I was thinking that to myself, like the people in the audience are on my side. And immediately I saw this effect where I was able to present so much better. So guys, his advice is real. It's something that'll actually change your life. So. If you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Honestly, not everyone makes it this far in the podcast. And if you and if you did, then from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Because you, you, you are the people who keep this podcast going. And you're the people who want to learn and grow from this. So thank you guys so much for listening today. If you want to see more content like this, you can go follow me on Instagram. Just chase underscore galette. I put out shorter form content to this. Self-improvement content. Things to generally just try and help people like you grow. So, but... Until then, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we'll see you.